like the show? Want to listen to episodes early? Consider becoming a patron. Starting at the $3 a month level, patrons get access to a custom patron-only feed where we put out episodes of Upstairs Studio podcasts like the Child Care Bar and Grill, Miss Becky's Classroom, That Early Childhood Nerd, the Renegade Rules podcast, and others early. That feed is just for patrons. You could be one of them. Go to patreon.com slash playvolutionhq or click the link in the show description to learn more. Welcome to Renegade Rules. Kick back, settle in, and let us fill your ear holes with early learning information, wisdom, and advice. And now, here's Heather and Jeff. Welcome to Renegade Rules. Jeff Johnson here with Heather Shoemaker. How are you doing, Heather? I'm doing well. The year is creeping to an end and the new one is starting. So that's kind of yeah. on our minds. I've been, I've been thinking about this. I, th- I thought it would be real interesting for our listeners to kind of, kind of hear maybe the renegade take on New Year's resolutions and, and kind of making changes to the way we go about our thing. Because, you know, the show, we talk a lot about, about new things parents uh, and caregivers can try with working with kids and stuff. And, and a big part of that really, really should be implementation. And we talk about that sometimes, but I thought maybe devoting an episode to those kind of habit changing kind of things and what your renegade take is on them. So any thoughts? Well, yeah, I think that living and parenting is constant change, constant change. <laughs> and, and, and constant uh, uh, resolutions to, to make changes and, and try, try to tweak things here and there. So I guess my first thought is that, yes, it's New Year's, but it's really New Year's every day and every week, <laughs> which it might be a little, uh, you know, dismaying to some of us who don't like change and don't want to work that hard. But, you know, if you scatter it throughout the year, it's not quite as hard to do. If you have that, that mindset of I'm going to be constantly changing, I'm going to be in motion with my goals and not just once a year. Yeah, you you kind of jump it. Well, this happened here at the house a week or so ago. Tasha's been she got out of the habit of uh, of of getting to. We've got a little home gym, and she's got got out of the habit of getting to the gym regularly uh, during during the fall. And she was planning on jumping back into it as a as a New Year's thing. And then she said to herself, "Well, why don't I just go for a little while today and get it started?" And that's kind of kind of what you're talking about. You just kind of jump in when you're ready. You don't have to wait till a specific date on the calendar to, to, to take those things on. Huh? Or sometimes when something's happening between you and your child or something like yeah. that, where it's really bothering you, you know, the time to make the change is when it bothers you. Yeah. When you, when you recognize there's something off, something that you need to change, that's the time, that's a signal thing. Uh-huh. Time for a change. So it could be September. <laughs> it could be July. Yeah. Um, yeah. It could be in the middle of the night. Well, let the child sleep <laughs> yeah, and yeah, make don't. a change in the morning. <laughs> but you really um, need to work on this biting and sharing. Yeah, right now. At 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, that would make me be kind of awkward. So. <laughs> um, however, and, you know, I, I think also the thing about change 
happens when when we're ready. You know, when something's bothering us, then it's time to make a change. When we're feeling ready for that change, mm-hmm. it's more likely to stick also. Because, um, you know, I was um, I was going to a little exercise class myself, not at the Tasha's home gym or whatever, mm-hmm. <laughs> but but out in the community. And everybody in the class was kind of laughing because they said, oh, yeah, all the January people are going to start showing up. Yep. <laughs> they were they were just making fun of, they said, oh, there's going to be all these people. It's going to be crazy busy for a while. And then in two or three weeks, they'll all be gone again. Yep. Happens every year. Mm-hmm. And I thought, yeah, okay. So the people that, that I'm interacting with are people who make this part of their daily life or weekly life, and they're not um, – they're not fixated on the January 1st. So even though we're airing this episode close to New Year's, Mm -hmm. it's because I think it's on our mind, ideas about making fresh starts. Um, I think once a year isn't enough for some of the fresh starts we all need to make, whether it's, you know, exercising or whether it's exercising impulse control so that you don't blurt out everything that comes to your mind but you close your mouth and you, you don't say what it was you were going to say in front of your kid, you know? <laughs> so <laughs> it's the times when we don't need to say those parental things like mm-hmm. be careful, or maybe we were going to say something a little more R rated. We just have to swallow it down and, and exercise that impulse control. That's something that we don't just start on January 1st, but we try to work on it all the time. It's still something because New Year's is coming up that we can think about, hey, what do I want to work on right now? Yeah. Yeah. I, and I, think, I wouldn't think of it for the whole year either. You know, what can I work on for the next week? Mm-hmm. The, <laughs> Bite off something you can chew rather than I'm going to do this for a year. Because if you do it for a year, you'll be like those January exercise people who, who collapse after two weeks and go back to their old ways. Yeah. And, and most of us at least in some aspects of things we try to change in our lives, are those January people. Um, and so what I really, really struggle with is the, the building of the new habit because it, I mean, you're literally rewiring your brain, creating new habits. You're, you're kind, of, kind of training yourself to do these new, these new things. And, you know, it's really easy to, you know, you, you miss one day at the gym and then you, you tell yourself, well, I knew that wasn't going to work and, and I knew I couldn't do that and, and you give up. And so that, that taking a deep breath and even after, you, after you've had that failure or setback, going back to it is I think where a lot of people struggle. Um, so, so it's sticking with, with the changes over time that, that I think is the hard part for us. Have you, have you had any any experience where, I mean, for, with the books, for example, do you ever have those times where uh, I, I, you want to give up or you don't want to, you don't want to write a particular day or you, you have those struggles or have you trained yourself? Well, to, you know, it's just, a yeah, thing. books are, um, <laughs> books a, are daily lessons and perseverance to write them and then to try to get them published. There's, they say that you don't, they say that many people who get books published aren't necessarily good writers. They're just very persistent. <laughs> <laughs> because persistence is, well, that's uh-huh. probably true of any business, but persistence is what gets you places. Yeah. So trying to cultivate that, that kind of bulldog, I'm not going to give up. I'm just going to keep 
doing as long as you're going in the direction you want to be going. Some people just keep going in a direction like a bulldog, but they're not really wanting to get where <laughs> they're going. They're just going there. So do you want to chase? Do you want to catch the car once you chase it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to continue the dog analogy. I think another thing about getting a habit to stick is to surround yourself with like-minded others. Uh-huh. So, Absolutely. You know, help get those people to help lift you up and encourage you rather than if you're the only one trying to make a certain change and no one else around you is that can be a very discouraging and a real downer if you can find at least one other person or a group of people or start a group if there isn't one who can um, help lift you up on this we're such social creatures and we need encouragement and we're gonna fall yeah. So the more you can find your team, or even if it's a team of one, um, it may not be someone in your family. You might have to reach out to somebody outside the family. Find someone who can be your people. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and the truth is, I, you know, with with all the burnout stuff I do and 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 the self care stuff I do, one one theme kind of I hear is not only sometimes do people not have anybody in the household who is going to be on their team or supportive of them. Sometimes they have people who are, are actively sabotaging the changes they're trying to make, which is, which is hard. For, for example, I, I hear a lot of this around food. You know, somebody's trying to, you know, eat healthier, maybe cut down on the, on the, the sweets or those kind of things. And, and not only isn't anybody in the household participating in that they're making sure there's extra extra uh, Reese's peanut butter cups in the in the pantry and those kind of things which is is, is a real uh, I mean it's got it's got to be a, a a horrible struggle for people so a lot of times for those in those situations you really have to reach out outside the four walls you live in to find somebody that's going to be understanding and supportive of that Right. And, you know, and if, if you can get your family to, you know, store their Reese's in a different <laughs> in a location, different place. Yeah. Yeah, a, a hidden, non-disclosed location, because yeah, yeah. <laughs> nobody has the impulse control to withstand things like that. No, I mean, who can who can not eat Reese's if they're nearby? And, and I mean, that's, Tasha and I, a little over a year ago, we decided we we're going to start eating better. And, you know, it's the first time we've been able to really do that because the kids and grandkids are gone and so it's us and the dogs and the cats and so we have 100 percent control over what's in the pantry and the refrigerator and so that has made it a, a lot easier so I, another thing i think we can do when we're looking at, at change is set yourself up for success do those little things that are going to make it easier for you to do the thing you want to do. I mean, it might be way, laying out your workout clothes the night before so that they're just right there when you, when you decide you're going to go, go for an exercise before work in the morning or that kind of thing. Right. And also, um, you know, making – there's probably more than one aspect of life, whether it's relationships or whether it's um, healthy living or, or different ways you want to interact at work – there's probably so many things in life that need a little tweak and a tune-up <laughs> or yeah. big ones, but you can't change them all at once. So um, do one thing. Maybe your goal is, is to have healthier food around. So decide to buy one healthy thing that's mm -hmm. different than your normal shopping list. And then once you've got that as a habit, do the next thing. And the same with, with the renegade rules, because people often ask me, I want to change to this method of parenting, but you know, where do I start? Everything's wrong. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Well, just start with one, 
you know, pick one thing that's speaking to you right now. And if nothing's speaking to you, I usually suggest people start with um, long-term taking and sharing, you know, child-directed sharing, mm -hmm. because that's one thing. And it's, you don't have to bite off the whole book. You don't have to change everything. Just start with one thing and get used to that. And after you've got used to that, then look around for the next one. So yeah, one step at a time. Um, and usually you'll get, you'll start getting some positive feedback on the change you've made that gives you encouragement, especially if you've found your people yeah, yeah. <laughs> to give you encouragement for the next step. And um, it's not so hard and it, it helps it stick. Yeah. Yeah. You break off that, that smallest doable chunk and you start there. And I really do think that um, reality checks help a lot. You know, if somebody in the family has a serious illness or you go in for your physical and you, you know, your whatever checkup and you realize, oh, <laughs> um, you know, for me, the reason I wrote It's Okay Not to Share is because I had a mammogram that came back with bad results. And I was like, ah, I got to write this book now. <laughs> it's one of those things you're going to put off. Anyway, it, it, it turned out to be nothing. But that that kind of little bits of health scares, whether it's yourself or somebody that you know, can help you focus on what's really important to you. Yeah. And when you get that focus, then you make some changes. Like, okay, if this is really important to me, what do I need to change to get there? Yeah, yeah. And then you just start start taking those steps. And you know, it I think we beat up our beat up beat up on ourselves too much over some of this stuff too. And and when we have those setbacks, we we start talking about being being feeling failures and feeling rejected, which is about something we, we talked about a couple episodes ago, and, and really changing that mindset and surrounding, surrounding yourselves with your people, I like that terminology you used, uh, really does, and again, to refer back to that earlier episode, make you feel more inclusive, and you're just, it changes your, your mindset, your perspective, and, and makes it just a little bit easier to, to push forward and persevere, and, and any little edge you can give yourself when it comes to making change is a, is a, is a, a step in the right direction. Right. And I think it also gives us sympathy and empathy for kids when they're trying to make changes. You know, where this episode is focusing more on adult goals and changes. Yeah. But sometimes we explain something to a child and we expect them now that they get it to make this a changed habit the rest of their life. You know, yeah. from now on, they'll always be agreeable and share and all these other things. It's not that simple. They're going to fail forward just as much as we do. Oh yeah, you expect you talk to uh, little Tiffany one time about uh, about uh, biting uh, when she's a four year old and still biting in the preschool classroom, and and you expect that to be the end of it. But then you go home and you struggle with your addiction to uh, cupcakes. And I mean, sometimes we put higher expectations on on kids' ability to change than we do for ourselves. Absolutely. Right. So give, um, you know, help everybody move into the direction that we want to be going, but don't expect it all at once. And January is a great time to be thinking about these things. But, um, you know, think about it every month. Yeah. Um, think about something new. Think about, am I, have I made a step in that direction lately? And if not, what's the next step I can take? Yeah. And just know that we are on your side. We are your people. So if you need to have a little support and encouragement, just listen in. 
Yeah, actually, at the uh, on the Playvolution HQ site, I, I I run. I've set up a, a little kind of discussion area uh, for people that need that don't have their their people who need a, a little bit of support, uh, some some pats on the back and some some prodding, some support for for making changes. So I'll, I'll share the link to that in in the uh, episodes note for this notes for this episode. Uh, any other thoughts before we round out this last episode of 2019 and, and usher in 2020, Heather? Happy New Year. Hey, there's a good one. I like that. Hey, people, we really appreciate you listening to the show and 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 sharing it with others and and doing your your best to uh, to put the renegade lifestyle into the lives of children out there. We will be back next year <laughs> with another episode. Thanks for listening. Bye bye. Bye. Next year, get it? That was a joke. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode. Music by Alexander Shoemaker. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh. Hey, we need your support to keep the podcasts flowing. Go to explorationsearlylearning.com slash support to learn how. One of the big things you can do is shop Amazon with the link we provide. You buy your cat food, you buy your kids' books, you buy whatever it is you buy on Amazon, you pay the regular price. We get a small percentage of it. Everybody wins. A lot of people are doing it. It really supports the shows, and we really appreciate it. Give it a try. Thanks. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.